welcome to the Global Luxury Real Estate Mastermind with me, your host, Michael Valdez. Today, I've got a fun guest on. I have someone who we have a great rapport when we speak. He is the CEO of Resource, that is the world's largest real estate technology platform. Tom Rossiter, thank you for being on the show and welcome. Michael, hello. Well, thank you for that very kind introduction. And what a pleasure it is for me to be here on your wonderful podcast with you today. Aren't you the kindest soul? (laughs) Straight from Vancouver, Canada. Indeed. So, you know, people tell me you're a real estate tech superstar, and I sort of seem to have to agree with that statement. Um, (laughs) But tell me, where did you start? Tell the listeners a bit about your background and how you got started in the industry. Oh, how funny. Well, well, Michael, (laughs) it's been a journey, figuratively and literally. Um, In 2007, I moved from the UK to the beautiful city of Vancouver in Canada. And I found myself here in a brand new city with almost no connections. Um, and, and my career then was in the world of digital marketing. Back then, I ran an award-winning design agency that serviced some of the, you know, some of the world's biggest brands that you've probably heard of, like Nike, uh, who do we have, Nintendo, Samsung, Nokia, that kind of thing. Um, but it was interesting. When I, if I think back, when I first arrived in Vancouver, and as I started to build out my network here, I was naturally drawn to the friendly and very social real estate industry, which as you know, Michael, is is quite different from how real estate is typically conducted in Europe. Absolutely. And after spending time at various networking events, it was clear to me that real estate professionals really value their network and that building connections is vital to their success. And that really was the catalyst to help us decide to build Resas. So tell me, what brought you to Vancouver from the UK? Was it just a change of pace? A little bit. I mean, it was the, you know, England's, a, England's an interesting place. It's, um, it's quite I lived a there for island. five years, yeah. I know. Where, where were you? <laughs> I lived in London. Whereabouts? Um, so I lived in Kensington, and then I lived in Notting Hill. I can see you in both of those neighborhoods. Well, listen, the only, the only American neighborhood I didn't hit was St. John's Wood. So those were all the American enclaves <laughs> in London. So it was by default. <laughs> very good. Very good. Well, um, I ended up moving to Vancouver p- predominantly because of the... Was it because of Interpol? You can tell me. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it was, it was the, the, the version that I give on the record is that I was drawn to the great outdoors. I got it. Um, But it was interesting. This is what now, 13 years ago. And another part that's been interesting for me to be part of and watch and and benefit from is the growth in the technology landscape here. Um, Vancouver's known, uh, hopefully beyond just Vancouverites, as as Silicon Valley North, because a lot of very large technology companies that, that have got bases in and around the Bay Area of San Francisco have opened up locations up in Vancouver here. Um, mainly for, for currency benefits. And there's a, there's a tremendous amount of tax incentives from the Canadian government. And it's a beautiful city. It's beautiful. It's stunning. Yeah, it really is. I was there for a conference um, a couple of years ago, actually. And it was just, I was, you know, that city is breathtaking. It really is a beautiful city. So tell me a little bit about Resas. Resas is a publicly traded company here in Canada. We're headquartered in, in this beautiful city. We're talking about Vancouver, which is in British Columbia. Um, and Resas serves real estate agents and real estate organizations globally. Now, we're a technology company, so we use technology to unite all members of the real estate industry. Okay, so our platform is designed specifically for for all things real estate. And in fact, what we've built actually powers a number of leading organizations back office systems. So um, some very large multinational real estate franchises use Resas to connect their very large physical footprint. Um, Several real estate associations and real estate boards and MLSs use Resas to connect their membership locally. 
And it's, uh, it's, it's been a wild ride, Michael. We've, we've enjoyed um, very good levels of growth. And now we've got about 500,000 licensed real estate agents worldwide that depend on our platform daily. And uh, we're in 160 countries, although the majority of our customers are in the United States. That is an extraordinary trajectory. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I know, uh, Tom, I think we first got to know each other through ARIA, which is the Asian Real Estate Association of America. And you actually power their uh, systems as well, don't you? For their global referral platform, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. ARIA, ARIA is a great, great um, association. So ARIA is the Asian Real Estate Association of America. They have, what is it now, Michael? 17,000 members, I think. Yeah, that's about right. Yes. And that, and that is, you know, it's, it's a tremendous organization. Um, we've been supporters of it for many years. I was actually on the board of the Vancouver chapter of ARIA when it launched several years ago. And, you know, I look at it as Obviously, it's, it's flying the flag for um, home ownership amongst Asian communities. But I look at it as, um, you know, that plus this tremendous networking and connectivity hub. Um, you know, and I think our relationship speaks to that. And so when we realized that there was a need to digitize, I guess, their, their network and, and take all of their members that they've got scattered around America and scattered around the world and unite them in a central platform to let them communicate and collaborate and ideally refer business to each other, given that many of their members are licensed real estate agents, then um, we were very proud when they selected us. And now you're right, our company and our technology powers the back end of, of ARIA so that all of their members around the world can, can share opportunities and share deals. And as they always tell me, they like to make referral fees. So um, we're happy to help them. That's what it's all about, isn't it? With a lot of uh, real estate agents around the world. That's the one language that they all have in common. That appears to be very true. <laughs> but, you know, and, 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 you know, I know firsthand with that, you know, I, I'm um, chairman of the, uh, the board for ARIA Global um, Corporate Board of Advisors. And so part of what we were looking at was the idea of how to integrate the um, their membership and really their global membership in a more cohesive fashion. So this this platform has been really exceptional, and really, it's the idea that there have been some great success stories already. So kudos to you and what you've built, which has been extraordinary. But staying on that topic, you know, in 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 the ten years that you've been with Resus, it's uh, you've grown. To now, you said 160 countries and half a half a million subscribers. Tell me a bit about that growth trajectory, and more importantly, when we talk about Tom, the uh, the qualities you think you possess to be able to get there, because that's that's a unique trajectory. That's a big trajectory. Now you've set the bar high for me in my job now, but <laughs> it's, <laughs> so tell me a little bit about that. How was that you. growth trajectory in the last You're, you're very kind. Your, your words are very humbling. Thank you. You know, our mission, when we first began Recess, our mission um, really was, was to connect the industry that, that was real estate. And as we uncovered more about how it was put together and the layers within organized real estate that existed in Canada, and then as we look south of the border that exists in, in America, we realized that there were some inefficiencies. And so, um, as you know, Michael, we created technology to try and solve that and ended up building an award-winning platform that uses this idea of collaboration and uses this idea of centralization to bring together real estate agents around the world. And it's funny because many people said we were, we were nuts and we're a bit crazy because they said, how can you create a collaboration system and a centralized platform for such a competitive industry? And what we uncovered is that, yes, you know, Agent Michael and, and Agent Tom, if they're both in New York operating in the same neighborhood, then there's a little bit of competition. But actually, this is such a social industry. It's such a collaborative industry. There's so much value in relationships that what we wanted to try and do, what, what we actually set out to achieve was to create a digital event. That was really the original concept. 
Um, and I know you're, you're a man of many air miles. You travel around the world to, to all sorts <laughs> of different real estate events and conferences. And I know you're a seasoned speaker. And if you think about the value, Michael, that you get when you're at these events, talking to other professionals, um, seeing how agents communicate and share information with each other, it's, it's absolute gold. Right. And so our plan and our hopes and, and our ambitions and, and what we've actually managed to make reality was to create a digital version of that, a place that any licensed agent can go that's only for licensed agents. So it's away from the ears and the eyes of a consumer where they can talk openly about things that matter to them within the industry. So it's very professionally focused. Um, There's a lot of tips and tricks. There's lots of advice. There's lots of really interesting, unique, timely, fresh real estate data and that was our objective. And, and you know, as you've, as you've kindly said, our, our growth trajectory um, turned out to be very steep and very exciting. And I think that really is just a signal that there was a need within the industry for someone to come along and start to bring it together. And, uh, and I'm very proud to have been part of that um, and, and bring that reality to the industry. And so, you know, when you've created this digital um, environment, and this digital event, as you called it, um, I'm sure that now you've actually seen a lot more value or your subscribers have in a post-COVID world where it is now the norm of what we've been doing for the last six months on a global scale of sort of saying, this this is our new normal. This is the idea that we need to communicate in alternate forms of, 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 of reach. And so with having this and having half a, a million subscribers on your platform, I would assume that the use of Resus has gone up in the last six months. So that is a fair uh, assumption? Well, you're very illuminated. Yes. <laughs> it's yes. the ring light. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's the ring light on a podcast. Exactly. It, well, you, you're absolutely right. And, and here's the reality. I think, as we all know, um, COVID-19 has forced every industry to adapt, not just real estate. And, you know, our position at Resas is we get to have this incredible lens and this incredible view of the real estate landscape. And so we've seen the impact that it's had. And, and I can tell you that in March and certainly into April, um, it was extremely dramatic about the ways that real estate agents were forced to try and embrace a new way of doing business. And what's interesting is, you know, supply obviously dropped during that time. And we've all read the articles on that. Um, and, it, and it's obviously bounced back um, in abundance since then. But what was really fascinating is whilst everyone else, us included, saw less listings available for sale and, and less leads flying around, like the whole, the whole industry just cooled off in, in March, April and part of May. What was really interesting for us during that time is that the overall levels of engagement and activity and attendance and how much time agents spent on resas actually increased. Okay, so it, it's, it was great to see. Um, I think if you, if you think it through, it wasn't that surprising because, well, you know, we've built a digital platform that helps agents stay connected using technology. Right. So when everyone was told shelter in place, stay at home, uh, quarantine, isolate, don't go out, um, you know, we provided that, that avenue for at least real estate agents to go to, to, to stay in touch with their peers and still keep the pulse of what's going on in the industry. And, you know, that was reflected in our, in our usage. So I'm very happy that um, during this very testing year, we've been able to help a lot of our customers throughout this period by keeping them connected and keeping them in touch with what's going on. I think that's brilliant. And so, you know, you are a publicly traded company. So um, I know that this next question has to be answered very ambiguously and on a macro level, but what are the future plans for Resus? Thank you, Michael. Very sensitive. Um, <laughs> I'm very aware of that. I come from a banking background and also work for a publicly traded company. Well, you have a unique lens on things too. So. <laughs> um, you know, our growth has been has really been fueled by our desire to help the industry come together and be more efficient. Um, we've we've just we're just kissing half a million agents now. Um, we're in we're in a tremendous number of countries, and so from a growth standpoint, you know, really what we'd like to do is make sure that every new agent that comes into the industry that's serious ends up becoming a member of of Resas. Um, and with that, we we end up with our goal of having a complete view 
of all of the really interesting real estate data. Okay, so I'll say that in English. In, in, re <laughs> in real estate, there's, there's an awful lot of agents, okay? So NAR, the National Association of Realtors, reports there's 1.4 million realtors in America today. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. That may change given 2020. But what we also know is that not every one of those 1.4 million realtors is active. Okay, there's a lot of agents that hang on to their license for, you know, nostalgic reasons or to, to do a deal a year or whatever it might may be. And that's fine. But what we would like to do and, and really what makes the industry tick is, is the sharp end. And, you know, Pareto's rule of 80-20 is, is very real. I think in real estate, it's probably more like, you know, 90-10, where 10% of the agents do 90% of the business. And, and so really, that's where we've positioned ourselves. We are a come one, come all platform for licensed real estate agents. And, and we, don't, we don't mind which brokerage you're with. We don't mind where in the world you are. As long as you're licensed, then you're welcome in. So it's, it's, a, it's an open, transparent platform for everybody. But really what, we are set, what we've set our sights on, Michael, is making sure that for agents that take their profession very seriously and for those that conduct this as a real business, as a, as a real job, that if they're looking to understand what's happening in their market and they're looking to understand what's happening within real estate further afield in different states and in different countries, that Resas is the place that, that gathers that data and shares it with them. And what's really fascinating for us is there's a whole bunch of information out there for the public now, certainly more than there used to be, um, but there is still an incredible amount of value placed within the mind of the real estate agent and their network. Okay. And that's, that's, that's exemplified by typically listings that are, you know, agents seem to know about listings that are for sale before anyone else. Um, we've been fortunate in that we've managed to help that translate into data within Resas. So we see a tremendous amount of data, a tremendous amount of listings come into the Resas world before anywhere else. And so our goal to bring it back to your question, what's, you know, what are our growth plans? We want to keep growing. We want to keep adding agents in, but really we want the, the, the serious agents, the ones that actually treat this as a real business. And, you know, on the enterprise side, we work with a number of very large real estate brands. They have a private area within Resas for their own membership. And the beautiful part of how it works is, as well as a private area for their own membership, they can also access the rest of Resas. So they're plugging in their agents to the rest of the ecosystem and the rest of the professionals out there with different brokerages. And we've created this real, true melting pot, this, this incredible community full of vibrant content that's all real estate specific. And um, as an agent, I can tell you, it's, it's a tremendous resource. And, and from the data that we see, if you use it a lot, then you end up winning new deals, new leads, and new referrals, which as you know, Michael, translates into a nice big commission check. <laughs> That's very true, and data is king. Um, so I, I actually have a question as you were explaining this and the fact that you're in 160 countries. So I'm, I'm curious as to how you handle this because you said that there was, um, on your platform, you only allow licensed agents. But in um, a large majority of countries, um, there is no licensing in the real estate industry. And so I'm wondering, from your 160 countries, you must have some in there that don't have licensing requirements. How do you handle that? It's true. And, and every market around the world is a little bit different. And, sure. and I think no one on this call knows that better than you, Mr. Mr. International <laughs> Real Estate. Um, it, yeah, it's tricky. In, in the US, so 90, I think it's about 94, 95% of our users. So in, in, in real terms, that's about 450 odd thousand agents are in yeah. America. And so we make sure that they are licensed according to the local real estate board or the Arello um, database. Yep. So that's, that's one of the ways that we do it. And then we have a team, Michael, that when agents register, we actually do we do check them out. We do validate their license status if, if, they, have, if they have one in, in the country that they're in. You're right. In some countries, there isn't any licensing. So we really go by a, a variety of other methods to ensure that they are professional. They are focused on real estate. They do, um, they do make a living in the world of buying and selling homes. Um, it's not as easy in some countries, certainly some developing countries. Um, but I can tell you that we've got a pretty good process that tracks that and, and we use for our approval process. 
And I think the most telling fact of all is that within our platform, when you, when you join and you get approved by our team, it's, you know, the agent is Michael and he's with this particular brokerage and he's licensed in this state and this is what he does and this is where he is and here's his photo and here are his contact details. It's, it's not like it's a world where there's usernames and there's anonymity. Sure. So because of that and because typically, and this is a global consistency within real estate, um, agents love to make sure that they're seen as very professional. We have almost no issues with, with bad content. So the, the typical um, concerns around policing and uh, content and moderation that exist in platforms similar to ours, we have almost none of it because, um, you know, it, it's agent Michael posting the content and there's his picture and there's his name and there's his license number and there's his brokerage. So it, it inherently polices itself. And so when it comes to all things global, we see that consistently as well overseas. Um, so it's been interesting for us to learn about the different markets globally, about how they operate. Um, but like I say, most of our focus is in, in North America, certainly in the US. And that's where the majority of the usage and certainly the majority of the referrals that we process end up as well. Got it. Interesting. So I have a question for you, Tom. What's the greatest lesson you've ever learned in your career? <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's many. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> I think, well, well, I think we'll, I'd like to mention something later on um, okay. around some of the, the coaching that we've been doing and what we've learned from that. But just to, you know, to answer this question, I think um, <clears throat> I'm a great believer in saying yes to new opportunities and saying yes to ho hopefully having a door opened and, and seeing what comes of it. Okay. Um, a number of the opportunities in my career that have worked out to be really interesting and very fruitful and, and brought a tremendous amount of opportunity downstream have come from situations where you're perhaps asked a question and the, the easy answer is, oh, no, it's fine, thanks. But if you, if you take a chance to say yes and if you sometimes take that leap to say yes to something that you're perhaps not overly comfortable with, it's often the case that good things come from that. And I think, you know, that, that kind of parlays into what Recess is all about, which is this idea of connectivity and opportunity. And so, you know, the, <laughs> there's many lessons we've all learned in our careers, but um, certainly I've experienced and, I, and many of my peers I've, I've seen do well have come from opportunities that have been catalyzed by a situation where someone can say, hey, you want to try this or you want to go here or you want to do that? And, and the easy answer is mm, maybe or no. But if you say yes and you follow it through and your eyes are open and your, your, your ears are open and you're, um, you know, th you're okay with opportunity that's perhaps a little bit beyond your comfort zone, then I would say generally good things happen. I like that one. I mean, I took a great leap recently when I, you know, left my former employer to come to EXP in the middle of uh, COVID. So, and I have been very happy and have been very, um, I'm convinced that was the right decision. So, I actually took your advice there. I like that one. Well done. And how's it working <laughs> out for you? Uh, marvelously, thank you. Good. It's, uh, it really is a great adventure and, and doing really, really well in that regard because of the fact that we're now living in a, in a COVID world where, you know, the entire, the entire world is needing a platform that is virtual and this one has a decade of experience behind it. So that's great. Um, and, and staying on topic of COVID, uh, we touched on it a little bit earlier in the conversation, but you are very much involved with a different uh, solution to COVID, which is actually um, testing kits that you are promoting. Can you actually tell me a little bit about that and where they're available? And I know that this is a global um, effort on your part, which I think is uh, really commendable, Tom, to really give somebody this tool to be able to conduct their business safely. But can you share a little bit about that, please? Certainly. Um, so th this is really interesting. So um, COVID-19, it changed the landscape for everyone. We've, we touched on that a little bit earlier on this podcast, Michael. 
Um, and so when we saw it come out and we saw the impact it was having within different markets in, in the United States, we knew that we had to adjust what Resas was doing to provide whatever support we could to our agents and our, our users and our customers. Okay. So in the early days of March, I'm talking March, April, May, right. we doubled down on all things digital because, you know, we, we have a digital platform. It was very well used, but we really worked hard to, to check every box we could. So during that time, we fast tracked as many different integrations as we could to let agents use digital platforms to, take, to stay connected. Okay. So we plugged in DocuSign. We integrated Box Brownie. We did a deal with Matterport for virtual tours. We brought in every flavor of video streaming we could, YouTube, Facebook Live, Vimeo, et cetera, so that within our platform, we were, we were helping agents stay connected, staying active, and staying able to, to try and sell during lockdown. Okay, so that was phase one of our COVID-19 response plan to our agents. Phase two was let's share some knowledge and some, some coaching tips and some advice just to, just to spread the wealth around what do we know, what have we learned, how do we react? Okay, and, and maybe we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but really, the, when the rubber hit the road, I would say in May, Michael, when all of these shelter-in-place restrictions started to ease across the United States and agents wanted to return to the field, obviously, that's when safety became the largest hurdle that we had to overcome as an industry. Okay. So um, everyone was out there with their masks and their gloves and in some States, their little blue booties. Right. Um, but that wasn't cutting it. The real issue wasn't really the agents. It was just a lack of confidence within consumers generally to, to get back out there into the world of buying and selling real estate. So to that end, we went on this, uh, quite deep journey, which I won't bore you with now because it was quite long, but we, we ended up with a mission to try and bring safety back to the world of buying and selling real estate. And we did that by securing the exclusive licensed, uh, sorry, exclusive license to distribute COVID-19 rapid tests to agents worldwide. Now, if you've had a COVID-19 test, you've probably had the one where you have that uh, Q-tip shoved up your nose. <laughs> it's not very nice. Um, it feels like they're kind of touching your brain. It, it has to go way up there, right? And so if you've had it, you know what I'm talking about. Not a pleasant experience. That's the standard testing in the US. It's the standard testing globally. Um, it's very painful. And the real issue that we identified was uh, the results take a while to come back. Okay, so I think now, what are we now, kind of middle of September, I think the average turnaround time to get results processed from that just across the United States is about four or five days. Um, that's just, that's not going to cut it. You know, we, if you're going to get tested, you want to know now, am I, am I infected now? Do I have antibodies now? Four or five days from now, it's, it's less, less valuable. So what Resas managed to track down and secure the exclusive license for is a rapid test, which is a finger prick test that are proven to be 98.9% .9 accurate. They are approved in 27 countries globally by their local health authorities, including uh, we now have authorization from the FDA in America. And these tests give you results in eight minutes. Okay. So these, they look like a miniature pregnancy test. <laughs> um, so what you do, and they're incredible. Um, you prick your finger, get a little drop of blood, just like a, a diabetes test. You drop the blood on this little tiny uh, test device that looks like a kind of half-size pregnancy kit. Um, and you lie on a table and then you wait. And in, in eight minutes, it will highlight whether you are positive or negative for COVID-19. And then in, in another seven minutes, so 15 minutes total, it will identify whether you've got any antibodies as well. So um, we're really excited about this because I think this is, this is a timely way to bring safety and peace of mind back to real estate. I think that the, the number of uses within real estate in particular are dramatic. I think there's a number of ways agents can use this for success and for peace of mind and for, you know, even opportunity creation. But really what we're trying to do is help 
our customers, which are typically real estate organizations, and our agents provide peace of mind to their clients and to their prospective clients that it's okay to list and to sell and to tour and to buy and then transact real estate now in this COVID era. Because if you do testing and it's accurate and it's rapid, then you can bring that peace of mind and that confidence back to real estate. A hundred percent. And you know, you were kind enough to share a kit with me and it was so easy. And it was, um, you know, it, you know, I, I, I tested negative obviously for COVID, but I was un- unfortunately also tested negative for the antibodies. I was hoping to have like the perfect sort of like double, <laughs> double sort of like double down two aces at the casino. Didn't happen. At least I got one of them. It's okay. Uh, <laughs> but it is, it is a very simple test. And I do think that that is an incredible thing for you to be involved with because it is going to change the way that our industry will continue to work. I mean, we're until there is a vaccine, we are needing these types of tests in order to be able to conduct our business safely. And, um, and I think that that is amazing that you're doing that and being able to really be that global ambassador. You know, you're, you're, you're in Canada. There's, there's several countries that you mentioned have already accepted this test, including the United States now, which is huge. And so that is, uh, you're, you're really helping the industry and kudos to you and what you're doing. Thank you. And, and, and honestly, the industry needs it. Um, yeah, absolutely agreed. You know, it's, I think every agent's doing the best they can. Um, right. You know, Lysol wipes and Clorox wipes and masks and yep. gloves and that kind of thing. And that's great. And they should and, and, and all power to them. But if we can take it to the next level and, and, you know, we've had questions to be honest, Michael, about, you know, Hey, you're a real estate technology company. Why are you in the world of COVID-19 testing? Well, we're not. What we're in the business of is helping our customer. And we've done that in a variety of ways over the years with great success. And right now, the industry is facing unprecedented challenges. And so it's our role being this, being this epicenter of an industry where a variety of professionals depend on us for, for a lot of what they do. Um, we've used that, that agile mindset, that innovative approach, that, um, that desire to always push the envelope to try and uncover new ways to be productive and, and generate opportunities and we've just applied it to the current setting, which is it's 2020. It's a crazy year, something yep. we've never seen before. And right now, everyone's, everyone's worried, everyone's scared. Um, even with, you know, cases arising again now in September, but I'd say even in July and August, when things started to dip and people were a little bit more relaxed, I think even then, the average person that was considering selling probably thought twice about it because if you hold an open and you've got, you know, any old Tom, Dick or Harry coming through your home, you don't know that they're COVID negative. It, they could be well, in coughing and spluttering and saying, oh, yep. you know, so <clears throat> I think. Well, not Tom, because Tom has the kits. Well, that's right. Yeah, just a, <laughs> just a Dick and a Harry. <laughs> but I think, you know, our focus for now, Michael, is, you know, obviously it's, it's consistently around helping real estate agents succeed, bringing them opportunity and helping them win new deals. That's, that's kind of our, our general MO. But specifically now, uh, we're very focused on safety for our for our users and our clients um, and their clients, really. And that's why I'm so excited about what we've managed to uncover with this exclusive license for these COVID-19 tests, because, because you can get tested so quickly and the results come back in minutes, it's going to enable the industry at large to operate quickly and efficiently and allow agents to return to face-to-face business whilst keeping all of those around them, whether it's their family or their household or their clients, um, you know, very, very safe and with, with, with dramatically enhanced peace of mind. So, you know, I, I will do a link on, on the site to uh, uh, when this podcast premieres, but for the sake of everyone that's listening now, how do they get a hold of these uh, testing kits? I think it's so important to get that information out there. Um, so is there a website? How do the people get a hold of these kits? Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll send you the website link so you can post it with this article. Yeah. Um, so thanks, Michael. What, for now, what we've been doing is we've been working with a number of our customers and close right. allies within the industry. And, and remember that, the, so this is what's un, one of the unique things about Resas is we have worked very hard to remain neutral 
within the real estate sector. So we don't do exclusives. We don't work with any one brand in, in exclusively. We're, we are an open, transparent, compliant, um, neutral platform, almost like Switzerland, yep. where, where we work with anyone in, in the industry that, that, um, that's in the same profession as us. So we are working with all of our customers and clients and friends and organizations to help them distribute kits to their agents quickly. Um, we want That's to great. try and, yeah, we want to try and get this out there as quickly as we can to help agents to try and get the industry, you know, jump started again. Um, and we think the best way to do that, just, just thinking it through from a scale standpoint is working with the brands, working with the brokerages, the associations, the MLSs, any organization that has members really yep. that can say, you know what, we're friends with Resas. This is what they stand for. We're customers. We believe in them. We use them, whatever the, whatever it might be. And now they've got a solution to help all of us get back to business with enhanced levels of safety. Um, so that's our focus at the moment, Michael. And I think that that's just important to, to, to note that. Um, and so the thing is that, you know, this, um, this podcast, very, uh, I'm very grateful for the distribution of it. It's distributed in over 20 countries at this point. And so uh, for those that are listening that might have a greater interest for uh, more of a bulk solution for someone, I would just invite them to just send me an email. I'll get you in touch with Tom directly. Um, and so, just uh, moving on to another question that I had for you. Um, you actually are in, you know, the middle of a lot of different companies that come onto your platform, MLSs, as you said, other associations. So you are really in an enviable position to really see the industry from a different lens. And so I'm wondering what would be the top three pieces of advice you would give somebody that would be entering the business today? That is a great question. And it's very timely because <laughs> I would say, Michael, now is a fantastic time to enter the real estate industry. The reason is we're seeing, we're still seeing, in fact, pent up demand to move house that's carried over from the spring. Okay, which, which brings now, if we look at, at data kind of here and now, it brings us to a higher than average supply level. So I've got to say, if I were looking for a new career right now, becoming a licensed real estate agent is a very attractive opportunity and possibility. Um, in terms of advice, we've got a treasure trove of gold that we're sitting on. And as you know, Michael, we have this very unique position of being... Um, you know, kind of a friendly older brother to the industry where we have agents from literally every major brokerage you can think of that use our platform. And they use it to share opportunities and data with other professionals. So our lens of what the best agents do and what makes them great is, you know, I'd say probably second to none. Um, and so actually, this is why we launched a mentoring and a coaching school earlier this year as part of our response to help agents take action during this very uncertain time. Um, so I'm actually very proud to, to say, I don't know if you know this, but we chose to partner with a gentleman called Grant Cardone, who is the author of that incredibly oh, famous wow. business book called The 10X Rule. Yeah, of course. Um, and I so, did not know that. That's amazing. That's great. Yeah. So he's, um, I, think, I think it was Forbes magazine said he was you know, the number one sales and marketing coach globally. So with him, we launched Resas U, which is an online digital weekly class that I host for Resas agents to share actionable items for them to, to take on board and implement in their business. And I really, really love this, this initiative, and I'll, I'll tell you why. I believe that one of the keys to success in any industry, in any job, any career, is to continue to learn. And the real estate industry is always changing especially on the digital side of things. And so I wanted to make sure that our agents and our customers were able to adapt, especially during these very unprecedented times. So we launched Resas U weekly class. It was really well attended. And what we did is we really just shared a lot of what we noticed within the platform. What are the best agents doing? How are they generating leads? How are they staying connected? What are they using to win leads in the first place and win listings? And, and to, to really solidify those approaches we ended up inviting a bunch of people onto the show that we deliver weekly through zoom and we had special guests come in um and it was 
fascinating. So we had, oh, we had, we had, we've had number one agents from a variety of different brokerages and some franchises. We've had head of real estate at Facebook. We had a, a broker owner of a incredible independent brokerage that ended up being acquired by a very large franchise. Um, we've had local brokerages that are very focused on a specific market and dominate. We've had someone that's got an international book that's referral only. So we've had a real mix. And I can tell you that, um, you know, they come on the show and, and we go through the questions and they, they share these tidbits with people and then um, resas agents can pose questions in the chat. And so it's really interactive. It's really fascinating. But to answer your question, Michael, what are the three things I would say, let's see the, the commonality, the, the common pieces across all of these guests that were typically agents and typically top producers. Um, I would say one is, you know, real estate's a local business. So become the most knowledgeable person you can in your market. Okay. So if you're, if you're in a certain area and that's where you sell, you want to just immerse yourself in all things to do with that area. Okay. So, so an example of that is, we had uh, the number one agent in the Engels and Volkers network join us who, who actually operates up the road from here in Whistler, Canada, a ski town. Um, and she, she's done, I think she's done $5 billion in sales in her career. She did 300 million last year. Um, so she's, you know, doing pretty well. Yeah, indeed. But what, yeah. But what she was saying is every Friday um, she would sit down and she would send an email to her list of, of active clients and list of prospective clients with with a variety of information that included obviously real estate her listings but also other listings from other agents that she just really liked um information about local events information about new stores new coffee shops like that that kind of thing so she was always reminding people you know a i'm here i'm top of mind but b for all things for this market for whistler in this case i am your go-to i know everything my ears on the ground i'm connected and she said that has been one of the most important disciplines that she has made sure that she's continued to do through the years. And that's been a tremendous source of new business for her. So, so I think tip number one is become the most knowledgeable person you can about the market that you sell in. Okay, so that's number one. Um, number two, again, this was surprising, but it was consistent across every guest we had that was an agent was, you know, they all summarized it by just saying, be nice. And, um, you know, the theory being what you give ends up coming back to you often in spades. And it's, you know, there's a, there's a lot of business books around various topics. I think, um, you know, there's a, very, uh, there's a very famous business book. I'm sure you've read it, Michael, because you're a very learned man. How to Win Friends and Influence People. Of course. Um, iconic book, but you know, we summarized the whole book into two words, which was be nice. And it, there's certainly a pattern that we see amongst top agents, number one agents, top producing agents, market crushing and dominating agents. They all employed this idea of being nice, always smiling, always saying hello to people. And it seems so simple and it almost seems trivial, but it was there and it was common and it clearly makes an impact. So that would be number two. And then the last one, which I was surprised at, but it was certainly there as a pattern, was this idea of where you operate. So there's a, there's a, there's a thinking out there amongst some agents that we know, some of the more prolific and socially forward agents online that we will perhaps follow, that they only want to operate in a certain market, they only want to operate in a certain neighborhood, and anything outside of those bounds, they just won't touch. Okay, so they're very, very disciplined about being the, you know, the, the, the face and the name of, of that area. And, and that's it. The interesting thing is, whilst most of our agents that came on the show that have done very well for themselves, always said, become the most knowledgeable person you can about the market you sell in. They also employed the idea of, and this is their term, have car will travel. So... Yeah. If you operate in a certain city and an opportunity comes up that's probably a little bit out of town and a bit of a drive, the general theme and the patterns that we've seen amongst good agents is that as long as it's relatively qualified, it might be worth the drive because you just never know. 
Okay, so you get there and it might be a deal, it might not, but if it is a deal, great. And then as you know, Michael, the, the echo chamber is real. So, you know, the person that you have driven to and you maybe have done a deal with, they have friends and they have colleagues and they talk. So when someone says, oh, I need an agent too, well, guess what? They're saying, well, agent Michael was fantastic. He drove out, was in his neighborhood and he helped me out and he got the deal done. So it's, it's interesting. Um, you know, there's certainly a mindset around being very disciplined about saying no to opportunities outside your market. But from what we're seeing with the data we gather and with the guests that we had on our Resas U Weekly show, there was a mentality around saying yes, jumping in your car, traveling outside your primary zone, because you never know it might result in a deal or it might result in some referrals, which as we know, all agents love referrals. Absolutely. I love that. And so, okay, if you were not doing real estate, what would you be doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I do love the outdoors, so probably involve mountains. Okay. Um, but honestly, you so know. So what, you're a park ranger? Well, wouldn't that be interesting? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bit too many bears in Canada to be a park ranger. Oh, okay, got it. I would say, you know, honestly, Michael, we've had such, such success in uniting the variety of parties, I guess, that operate within real estate. Yes. Um, you know, it's, it's been, it's been more, we've, it was more than we thought it would be, but it's turned into a much bigger opportunity than that we anticipated. So it's been great. But I tell you what, if we weren't doing it for real estate and we weren't trying to bring this whole industry together and succeeding, I, I really would do it in another vertical. Um, it's, it's been, it's thinking it through. It's actually been quite incredible to learn about how many industries have, you know, very, very significant inefficiencies. Mm, yeah. Right. So think about yeah. it. So the various layers that, that exist within any industry and how they communicate, they're often not prime. So I would say having built a platform from scratch to solve the needs within the complexities of real estate, which as you know, is, you know, if you and I, Michael sat down with a notepad now and said, let's design the real estate sector, it sure wouldn't look like it looks today. That's very true. So it would be interesting, you know, if, if the question is, what would, we, what would I be doing outside of real estate? I'd probably be tackling the same problem, but for a different vertical, right? So think about something like med the medical world or supply chain or even the automotive sector. It'd be fascinating. So I don't know, you know, watch this space. Um, the recess okay. platform was built to be sector agnostic. So for oh, us to create, yeah. So for us to create a version of Resas that, instead of being real estate specific, was targeted to another industry that was in need of a secure or a centralized collaboration platform for all of its professionals. Well, I mean, let's just say that's been part of the plan from day one. So for right now, we're focused on real estate. We're immersed a hundred percent within it. There are new challenges we're all facing because of COVID-19 that we're reacting to as best we can to help the industry with the best solutions at the time. Um, but down the road, we've got the ability and the tools to help any industry that is perhaps a little bit fractured and a little bit inefficient to, to come together through a centralized platform. I love that answer. And so I have one final question for you, Tom. What would you want your imprint in the world to be? It's a big question, but I like asking that. If, do you ask this question of every guest? Not every guest. You're special. Okay. <laughs> I'm very proud of what we have achieved at Resas to bring a very fractured real estate landscape together. There's, there's obviously more work to be done, of course. But to take on a challenge that, you know, back, back when we started this, which was best part of a decade ago, there were several people, as we were kind of poking and prodding and trying to peel back the onion layers to the industry and just see how deep this rabbit hole was, many people said that our concept would be close to impossible. They said, they said you're nuts. You're like, this is going to be a real hard challenge. The, the real estate industry is up there with travel as, as the first and second largest sectors just in general. So there isn't a platform today. Don't try and create one. It will never work. So, well, we did it. Um, <laughs> so 
Um, but, it's, it, but it's taken a while. It's, it, it was the high road, it was the long road, but it's turned out to be the right road because now we've got this tremendous position of, of, um, of strength and power and, and insight into what really happens. I think that's the difference here is this isn't a consumer platform. This isn't another portal with a map that we all use um, from a browsing catalog kind of mindset. What we've created is this, you know, this honestly, Michael, this pot of gold rich in unique real estate opportunity that's just for the agent. So, you know, that's been, that's been a real challenge. It's, it's felt great to make such a difference. We see and we hear on a very regular basis from agents, from their managing brokers, from some of our larger customers, what an impact this is making. And I think that that success only motivates us even more. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what the recess team has achieved. And I think, you know, if we were to look back on the imprint that we've made within, you know, within this sector, I think it's been, I think it's been very well received. I think there's more to do, but I think we've got a fantastic foundation to build on as we, as we continue to grow the business that we've built. I appreciate that. I think that I'm going to run you for office at some point as well. (laughs) (laughs) Tom, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the program. It's been a lot of fun. I always enjoy anytime I get to talk to you. And I really am enjoying our friendship and really everything that you've done in the industry. I am so appreciative of the time that you've spent with us today. Thank you so much for being on the show. You're very gracious, Michael. I've enjoyed it too. And I feel very uh, honored and humbled to be part of your member of your tremendous podcast. So thank you very much for inviting me on. That's my pleasure indeed. And thank you for all of you for listening. This has been the Global Luxury Real Estate Mastermind with me, your host, Michael Valdez. Thanks again. (music) 